We are grateful, oh Lord. We are grateful, oh Lord, for all you have done for us. We are grateful, oh Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Today is Sunday. Um, it's still very early hours here in, in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you, where you're at. Um, I hope, you know that um you're experiencing god in a way that is fresh that is new and that he's giving you a reason to smile again to laugh again and that in your heart god is doing grace and marvelous things far beyond all that you could ever have imagined and that his power his presence is becoming more real to you day and day if you're here today um it's important to know for you to know that it's the Lord that brought you here because this is a podcast that is not actively promoted and that is for a reason because um, it is a it's a personal spiritual podcast and the prayer and I believe the consecration that I have with the Lord is that the Lord himself will draw people that he wants, you know, or that he knows that need to be a part of this or hear these words or, you know, reflect upon these words as well. He will draw those people here. So um, it has never really been actively promoted more than a small body of people. And even now, almost no promotion whatsoever. When I mean promotion, I mean sharing with a couple of friends, that sort of thing. And then friends share with friends and friends and, you know, and eventually the podcast went across um, several nations but it's not actively promoted otherwise you know it's not sponsored it's not you know no influencer none of that stuff and the purpose is because it's important to stay true to the spirit of what the lord is trying to do which is to reach reach out to the hearts of men um this is my personal journey this is me also God leading me to himself let me put it that way because I couldn't have come up with this by myself but the Lord led me to a way that was good for me and good for me and him together if you know what I mean and he's helped me and I have found this um, podcast this entire process very spiritual and like I mentioned in a couple of podcasts a few days ago even when rather I mentioned in a couple of previous episodes that even at the moment in fact, especially at the moment that were my lowest low, whenever I recorded this podcast, just recording it, going through the process of, you know, talking about God, meditating on scripture, reflecting on scripture, all of my te- attention focused on God, because really that's what this podcast does. While I'm recording it, I am 100% reason focused upon God and his word as in nothing shifts because I'm so intent on getting it done. And probably maybe that's why god is able to really do something very deeply with it because at that point i'm not thinking of anyone else my heart is just i'm just thinking about god his presence in my life 
you know what his word is trying to tell me what his spirit is saying and I'm, I'm i'm really it's almost like i'm digging into the depths of the lord and trying to scoop out wisdom trying to skip out knowledge trying to skip out scoop out understanding and somehow god brings it out the holy spirit brings it out so if you're here i just want you to know that it's the lord that brought you here and i pray that um he will speak to you in the same way as he speaks to me through this um episodes and i pray that he will do something great and mighty in your heart and um, i started off with the song a very popular praise song in nigeria there, there are lots of praise songs that we have in nigeria that we have no idea who composed them because literally people just set them up in churches and then they just fly on wings all of their own they travel across the nations everyone sings them no one has a clue whoever wrote it it's amazing and i wonder how the people who wrote those songs feel because they they never get to record it it's never done by people who are recording artists if you know but the songs you know oh, wow they travel and, and that is so amazing so the fact really is that the people who write the greatest songs are not necessarily the most well-known recording artists because most of the praise songs we have in nigeria are not ascribed to anyone and i mean thousands of songs thousands so anyways this was a song of praise saying we are grateful oh god for all that you have done for us hallelujah we are grateful oh lord very simple song and that's really how i feel you know um this morning i just i'm so grateful to the lord for what he's brought me through you know and i i when i give testimonies i try not to dwell too much on um what ha- what happened i give high level because if you're not careful you will end up communicating fear to other people you know and ascribing so much power to the devil it is good to 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 give the context of what's going on but i don't believe in spending so much time giving details i rather find a way to talk more about what the lord has done so you know like how the you know the man who was healed by jesus from birth he said i was blind yet i i now see you know i mean <laughs> you don't really need to go into all the details of what the condition of blindness did to him but he says that I, I mean, this was how i was from birth i was blind the man opened my eyes you know that 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 is enough i think for anyone who wants to appreciate what god has done so for me i was very ill no one knew what was wrong with me the doctors had were going in different directions and in you know sending me for all kinds of tests and things like that it was when the holy ghost spoke to me and told me what i needed to do gave me very simple things pointed me to parts of my body and things that were going on in my body that i didn't even know existed i did not even my biology did not you know failed me i i, I didn't have enough knowledge about these things and i'm someone who was very good at biology in school and i do read up about the human body a lot but this was something that i i didn't even knew exist i didn't know was a thing and the holy spirit told me what was going on he led me to he told me what i could do therapeutic things i could do to make things better and he started giving me words of wisdom day by day and he nursed me back to health you know for me it's so amazing he nursed me back to health and i was i got better and the doc, you know they couldn't doctors couldn't account for why i got better the symptoms that i came with i didn't have it anymore but they were i was doing a lot of very intensive procedures were being recommended all kinds of things because they were going off in a completely di- different direction and the lord said to me if you f- go in that direction yes they may think they've solved something i said but the symptoms you came with will still exist 
and then maybe you know some other things may come up as a result and i listened to the lord it wasn't easy because my body was telling me something different but here i am today the symptoms have come i am much better than i was a month ago i feel i'm getting control back of my body of my systems the holy spirit was right he was right and i didn't have to go through all of what you know the enemy had laid down for me and this is the thing and this is i guess a testimony testimony musing so i'm not reading scripture or anything i'm just testifying to the goodness of god and as the holy spirit leads i will quote scriptures as necessary now this is the thing I think it was not just if I it was not just about the doctors or a particular doctor because it wasn't all of them I saw about two or three but one particular doctor the main doctor it wasn't so much about what he was recommending it was about the satanic agenda that had been laid down for me and the Lord revealed it the Lord revealed to me that what was going on was being orchestrated by the kingdom of darkness to lead me on a path that would unfurl a series of events that will end up ensuring that his the ministry that he had committed to me i would not be able to fulfill it or continue to walk in it he gave me some very specific words and i won't give the specifics because i don't have the feel i have the release to say so but he was very specific. And he said to me, Shola, this is an attack against you and against my purpose in your life. And against the voice that I have given you. And everything. He said to me very clearly, if you go this route, this is where this is what's gonna happen, and this is where it is going. He said, physically, yes, I mean they may they I mean it may seem to have arrested something, but it would have created another consequence. And that that consequence that is created is actually the intended consequence. And it will be it will be physically an unintended consequence of the procedure, but it will actually be the intended spiritual consequence, physical and spiritual consequence of the enemy. He said it to me, you know, and, and, and this is the thing about when God speaks. He, he told me, he said, if you do this, this will happen. He, he didn't even talk about whether he'll be able to save me or avert it. He just told me, he said, this is where it's going. So I had a clear choice. And, you know, it takes a lot of when knowledgeable people are advising you in a particular direction and all of the symptoms need to also seem to point in that direction it takes a lot particularly if you're a logical person like i am i'm extremely logical i'm rational i'm analytical i take you know the facts and i i i try to make a reasoned judgment even as a believer i don't do all of that you know hocus pocus thing i don't talk about whether it's the devil i don't bring in spiritual things except i receive a revelation you know, I need to have seen. Now, when I say see, I, I, I say it with all presence of mind. I need to have seen physically and I need to have seen spiritually that there is a spiritual presence or personality or influence involved before I say it. Otherwise, I take what I see 
and what I sense and what I perceive at face value. I am I don't do that everything that happens is spiritual, no, because that's not what the Bible preaches. The Bible makes us understand that as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. So if you if somebody feeds on poison, they will reap of the fruits of poison. You know what I'm saying? So don't spiritualize that. So there are problems that are caused, like my people in Yoruba will say, Afawafa. In other words, it was your own hand. You brought it upon yourself. Don't spiritualize those problems. <clears throat> there are problems that are environmentally driven as well. And yes, you can see the direct correlation because you're living in a particular environment, like a crime-ridden environment, perhaps a, a, a very dangerous neighborhood, low-income neighborhood. There are certain things that are more likely to happen sociologically speaking because of that you grew up in an environment that is abusive you know there are certain things that are more likely to happen to you because of that don't spiritualize that but we understand the you know that okay it's acting upon the soul we understand it's acting upon the attitude the mindset the behaviors it's not spiritual yet but then the things that are you know, caused by the presence of negative spirits. Those can only be spiritually revealed. You cannot tell by looking on the surface. And I, I think anybody who has been exposed to spiritual warfare will understand this. You know, you 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 need, and again, this was what Jesus was trying to teach the disciples when he sent them out to begin to cast out demons. You don't just start casting out without receiving a revelation of what's going on. You know, and that was what <clears throat> I think Jesus was trying to tell them when, you know, in some cases they found that they couldn't cast out certain people, um, demons. He said, this one, you know, you, you, you need to know what you're doing before you can do this. So the point is you need revelation knowledge. That was what he was telling the disciples. You don't just go, you, you, you don't just assume. Even when it, it is clear that there's a spiritual presence, honestly, you need to hear from God. What is going on in that person's life? What do I need to do? So yes, sometimes I, you, you may need to go into prayer before you can actually arrest what's going on. And sometimes it comes to you immediately. But don't just make assumptions. You know, this bind and loose, casting, everything. Sometimes the problem needs, <clears throat> requires you renewing your mind. In fact, 80% of the problems that we have in life, challenges that we're faced with, is the renewal of the mind issue. The Bible tells us that, you know, when, when it says be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that's what he's saying. God is telling us that transformation in my life will only take place when I renew my mind. He didn't say when I cast out demons. Yes, but there are people who, in addition to renewing their minds, or before they are even able to renew their minds, they need a demonic presence or a negative spiritual presence cast out of their lives only that can only be revealed by the holy spirit and when it is revealed he also reveals the wisdom um, the action that needs to be taken but is you you don't solve a problem that requires renewal of the mind by the word of god by casting out continue to cast and that's why most people's lives do not change despite all the casting and binding and prayers that are prayed in faith circles because for majority of them their mind needs to be renewed 
You want to change a, ma- a man's life, you change the way the person thinks, first of all. So I'm saying this all of this to just give a bit of context that it needed God for someone like me, who is normally a rational person and I take things on face value, when I mean face value, in terms of I take the evidence that I'm seeing and I consider it, I think about it, but I also look at what I'm sensing. But if I don't sense anything, you know, negative, no vibes, you know, that are tingling, I will go with the evidence of what I've seen. But here was God now speaking and telling me very strongly not to go in the direction. Yes, and, and the Holy Spirit acknowledged what was going on with me. So it wasn't like he was telling me that I should ignore what was going on. He 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 very much acknowledged that I was ill. So, I, I mean, I think that's an important thing to know because I think sometimes we think that when we're sick, you know, the Holy God is just telling you, oh, ignore it and walk in faith. No. And I, I, I was part, I used to believe that as well. But I think now I'm growing and understanding that God acknowledges when there's a problem he doesn't he doesn't ignore it faith is not ignoring a problem no that's stupidity so he acknowledged that there was something going on with me in fact the days i didn't i wasn't able to do my recording he kept telling me sure don't don't feel bad don't blame yourself because i was breathless i couldn't speak so it wasn't possible for me to record that i was actually even struggling to just manage my physical symptoms so he didn't give me any grief over that he didn't tell me oh sure you should i mean i'm surprised at you you should be able to believe me why can't you walk in faith you know he didn't do all of that he was like rather he spent a lot of time nursing me and telling me what i needed to do to make myself physically comfortable and this is the thing because god knows that he needs my body healthy to use me on earth he knows that that he can only shine his light through me when you know because the body is the vessel it's the vessel. I'm speaking now through the vessel. So if the vessel is not whole, it cannot be used by God. And I think, again, this is where, you know, because, again, all of my focus in getting better was, like, oh, my goodness, God, I can't re- I'm not able to record the podcast. I need to be able to get back to health so that I can do the podcast. It was, it, it was, in fact, it had nothing to do with myself. All I was thinking about was, first of all, the people that depend on me and, 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 in fact, the podcast was a major one for me. I, I felt very bad that I wasn't able to record as often as I should. And I think that that made it a God problem as well. And I would say that that's the first time that I really felt like I was asking for healing. Not because of myself, not because I wanted it. You know, I read and. It's, it's In fact, it's now that I'm musing now that I'm realizing that, you know, I'm realizing that I have actually entered into partnership with God and that God has used this podcast to do it because I am now living for a higher pur- purpose. And for me, getting well was about, oh my God, Lord, I haven't finished the work that you've given to me. This is this is an attack against the work, you know, that, that was, that was what was primary in my heart, you know, and okay, yeah, it's now, it's all coming together for me, so this is probably why God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and its righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you, because the Holy Spirit really held my hand through this process, and it was like, you know what, we're going to come out of this, and I'm going to show you how, and so I didn't really have to pray for him to heal me, he just took it upon himself. It was like his his problem as much as mine. In fact, you know, I would say even more his than mine, really. But he, you know, I didn't have that feeling of, oh God, why is this happening to me? I mean, I, I did feel 
I did have a couple of panic attacks, but I didn't feel, it didn't last long enough. I didn't feel like I was, Holy Ghost had forsaken me. I didn't feel like, it was more like, it was more me, he he held out his hand, so it was really about me taking that hand. He held out his hand pretty early. Once, you know, I had the presence of mind to to see it, he, he held out his hand, so it was, you know, so he held, I was, it's like someone's falling into sinking sand and, you see somebody just stretching out his hand and grabbing your hand. Of course, the first thing you do, you grab the hand and hold strong. And that was what I did. And that was really what happened. And then he started telling me the way out. And the results speak for themselves. He was right. He was right. He was so right. He was so right. So that's why I'm singing this song. We are grateful, oh God, for all you have done for us. We are grateful. And again, I would like to say this because it's very delicate when you're talking about health issues. <clears throat> this is not to say if you're sick or you, you need help, do not go um, go to a doctor by all means. I went to a doctor. I saw three doctors. I did follow. I was being treated. You know, I, I mean, yes, and, and I, I I was taking medication. When it came to, you know, actually making me feel better, the Holy Spirit gave me, you know, he, he led me on how to do it. And what was clear, and again, this was because an invasive procedure was being recommended. If it, if it wasn't, it, it may not have been like that. It was an invasive procedure that required me to, to really think about it. And but the Holy Spirit said to me, Shola, yeah, this, this may not go the way they think it will. They're wrong. And he's right. He, he proved he ended up being, he was right. Because if, if, if it was really something that required an invasive procedure, I should not feel better without the invasive procedure. And like I said, this is very unique to my own experience. And I have had invasive procedures before. So it's not as if I'm saying, if you're sick, don't do an invasive procedure. I'm just saying, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That's Romans 8.14. So if you're a child of God, please and you are you are you are you have the holy spirit in your life please be led by his spirit in all that you do and the holy spirit will lead you and if you're not hearing the holy spirit pray and trust that your footsteps are are ordered by god go ahead and do the procedure whatever has been advised for you to do but by all means be led even even medically we always talk about getting a second opinion you know even when you you know you are going with medical advice yes get the first opinion get a second opinion pray and then go with however you are being led to which is exactly what i did so even the lord had said to me shall i go ahead in fact i was ready to go ahead it was the holy spirit that stopped me and that's the thing i was ready even though i had actually even given my commitment that i was going to go ahead but just as i was leaving the hospital the holy spirit said to me when you get home do this do this do this do this this is what is going on and he was right he was right. But the most important thing was that he made me understand that in this, in my unique case, again, this is my unique case. It doesn't mean this is what is going to be for everybody. Please be very careful about that. Which is why, again, I say when I'm giving testimonies, I want to be careful and to contextualize it because everyone's case is different. It may be the same conditions. It may seem to be the same symptoms, but the underlying issues are different, which is why counseling, prayer, all of these things, the Holy Spirit is giving to us personally to give us context that is unique to us. So please 
don't build a template based on what I'm saying. The only thing to get out of it is what the word of God says, which is that as many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God, and that the Lord gives and the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord, and that if you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean unto him with Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways you acknowledge him, he will direct your paths. He will direct your paths. So the Lord commits to directing the paths of all those who acknowledge him, all those who trust in him, all those who bring him into their situations. He directs the paths. Your path is different from mine. Your context is different from mine. So what we get from it is that God orders the footsteps of the righteous. He leads those who are the sons of God in the way that they should go. It is a personal journey, it is a personal leading, it is a personal direction. So anything that I'm sharing here is was God's counsel to me. At different times, he's told me something completely different. So I, I hope I'm clear about that. So the Lord came in and he spoke to me. And he told me this is what, uh, yes, this is what is going on on the surface. And yes, the doctor may be making a, a, a an assessment based on what he's saying. But let me tell you, this is the agenda that is going on underneath. And he also did say a little bit more than that as well. Even, But, you know, um, I won't go too much into that. But what I will also say, which I think may be important for someone somewhere to say is this. If you are a minister of the gospel, you have the power gift working in your life. In other words, you either have one of, you have this, you are a ministry gift, you know, the gift of the spirit, the gift of healing, the gift of faith, um, you know, um, um, laying hands on the sick and they recover. You know, you have any of those power gifts, gifts of discernment and you are working in that ministry, then you need to be very careful about the advice that you take from people and who speaks into your life because the devil will be arranging people to speak to you. I have only become aware of this in the last two years so even in this situation i'm talking about yes there was a voice that was speaking that was that was orchestrated by the enemy and how you will know again and this is you know sometimes i say some spiritual things on this podcast i really wonder but i trust that the lord We'll make sure that it's only the people who are ready and you know able to understand what I'm saying that will hear these words. Because I know words are so powerful and, and I, I wouldn't want them to be misconstrued. Uh, you know. But it um it became clear. So I had three doctors and the Lord was able to reveal to me the one who was being used, if you know what I'm saying. And how I personally know about these things is God and the Holy Spirit is so is, is honestly he's he's amazing, but he's you know he's so deep, he doesn't tell you everything. So he said to me when I go that when I go for my next visit to the doctor that I should say certain things. And I just felt he was he was telling me what to say. So he gave me a script of what to say. And I went in and I, I wanted to paraphrase the script, but he said, No, don't say more, don't say less, say exactly what I've said to you. And when I said exactly what the Holy Spirit said to me. I saw the fear in the this man's eyes and he quickly backed off what he was saying. So it didn't dawn on me then. But when I got back home, I then thought about that response. I said, my goodness. And from then on, he became very careful about what he was saying to me. He, he, he looks like a dare, somebody who had been caught in his lies. 
that was exactly how he, he looked. And all of the confidence that he was speaking with, everything just seemed to fade away. It was the most bizarre thing. In fact, the Holy Spirit told me to say, when you get there, say, this is what the Holy Spirit told me. And I was like, how would I tell a doctor that this is what the Holy Spirit said? He said, say it. And I did. And I told him, I said, you know what? When I left here, the Holy Spirit said to me, immediately he heard that the Holy Spirit, he, he cringed. It was like someone had poured ice cold water on him. I, 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 can't, I, I can't explain it. He was wearing a face mask like I was, you know, so I couldn't see anything else. But the fear in his eyes was palpable. Then I knew that it was mostly, I was like, oh, Holy Spirit, this was why you told me to mention your name. You're not a name dropper. But you knew that it would have an effect on him and that I would see that effect. And it would make me know that truly what you were saying about this person, the agenda and how he was being used. I needed to hear it. I needed to see it for myself. I should have known that the Holy Spirit is not a name dropper. He doesn't need publicity. And he's, he's actually quite publicity shy. For him to have told me, he told me to mention it. Mention that the Holy Spirit, I, I said, do I even know what they believe? How will I go and mention Holy Spirit? Won't I even they think this woman is just crazy? But I, I, I obeyed. He didn't tell me. He just told me do this. He didn't tell me. Which is why the Bible says, Obedience is greater than sacrifice. I thank because the reaction I got, oh my goodness, it was, it was one for the books. I will never forget it. I will never forget it. He was, fear came upon him. He, he, he looked like someone whose hands had been caught in the cookie jar. A deer, you know, in the, caught in the headlights. It, it was, it was, it was, it was the most, it was the most bizarre thing. And then his demeanor just changed. It was like, okay, he became very, you know, almost like I don't want trouble type of thing, you know, and I was like, what did I, you know? In fact, it was when I got home and I started reflecting that it just dawned on me that, what was all that? And when eventually I came back to him to say I wasn't going ahead anymore, he honestly had nothing, he had nothing to say, you know, he was just, the, every, the dynamic just changed from somebody being so aggressive about you must, you must, you must. It was the most bizarre thing. So again, I say, and I think I'll just end it here. If you're someone that you know that your life and your ministry, you're a soldier of Christ and, you, and the things you have been doing, you have been working with God and you have you are, you are an enemy to the kingdom of darkness, you need to be careful about who speaks into your life what you pay attention to and the circumstances under which you give the people people the power of death and life over your body and over the things that concern you. So I'll leave it at that. And um, thank you very much for listening. God bless you all. I pray that the Lord will use these words to speak to the hearts and the lives of all who are listening. And that his purpose for my sharing this testimony will be fulfilled. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted. Have a wonderful day.